Welcome, Melanated Married Millionaires in the making and friends to another impactful episode. We're about to go through and highlight a Melanated Married couple or just go through some lessons that we got. Make sure y'all tap in with the conversation. Queen, where can they go to tap in? TheM4Show.com. Yes, ma'am. And make sure y'all follow us on Instagram. Queen, where can they follow us on Instagram? TheM4Show. Now, if y'all haven't liked and subscribed, it would make the queen very, very happy. If you can very. go ahead, very, very. What, what should they do? You should go ahead and go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're watching or listening. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's free and your first step to becoming a millionaire. Go ahead and click that button. And uh, let's get into the show. Let's do it. Welcome back, beautiful people. And uh, happy Juneteenth. Well, Technically, you know, yesterday was Juneteenth, but today you get the day off. And uh, yeah, happy Juneteenth. Listen, yesterday, <laughs> I was basically saying happy Juneteenth to every black person I Literally saw. Literally everybody, and every random person. Happy, Hey, happy Juneteenth. Hey, hey. happy Juneteenth. Hi, hey, how you doing? Happy Juneteenth. No, no one responded. Literally no not one, one. Not one. Not, not one. Person. I mean, granted, you didn't say it very loudly. Very true. <laughs> so very probably true. didn't know you were talking to them. <laughs> I, like, oh, I didn't get a huh? No, there's nothing. But it was interesting because I feel like we almost took today off slash yesterday off, right? We didn't do the podcast yesterday because it was a very busy day and we had a, a conference to go to. We had just gotten back from Oakland. We were selling board games. It had was Father's Day. Day, right? Had a lot of stuff. So we were like, you know what? Let, let, let's do it tomorrow. And then we were almost like, you know, Juneteenth. <laughs> Shouldn't we take the day off? <laughs> right. Um, but we didn't. We're we're still here giving y'all the positive vibes. But we did give the uh, the audio engineer the day off, just out of out of respect for it, right? Um, but Queen, how you doing today? Are you ready for the episode? I am ready for the episode. I'm I'm a little tired. Mm-hmm. I'm a little tired, but uh, as you should be. Yeah, but feeling good. Feeling good. I can only imagine how you feel. You've been running ragged. Indeed, indeed. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> but before we do. Um, the concept for today is talking about Juneteenth, right, Queen? Yeah. The concept for today is talking about three steps to claiming your financial freedom, that's which is cool. that's what the M4 is about, right? Not just getting a million, but also making sure that that million is actually enough to make you free, right? Because right? a million is maybe not enough for you to be free, depending on what your dreams are, what your goals are. Um, but before we get into it, Queen, yes. can you hit them with the did you know? Did you no, that adding just a pinch of some natural salt to your water can help you stay more hydrated. Mm-hmm. So water, right? Water, H2O, it's it's tasteless really, but it provides a lot of um, oxygen uh, to our bodies, a lot of things to our bodies, right? Our, our body, we are made up of a lot of water. Um, so we do need water. However, a lot of the water that most of us is, are consuming is has been stripped of a lot of its natural minerals, electrolytes, and mm-hmm. things that our bodies expect us to be getting from our water. So if you think about back when, I always say back when there are back still the right, there are still hunter gatherers out there. But uh, back when everybody would, had to go out there and hunt and gather for their food, the water that we were drinking was water from the soil, right? It was water from the earth that still had a lot of its natural minerals um, in it, so that when we drank that, we got magnesium, we got uh, sodium, we got all of these natural potassium, we got all these natural. Ma- um, electrolytes that are stripped of our water now mm-hmm. so one of the things you can do is add just a little bit of sodium um, and i do say natural salt so that can be himalayan salt sea salt celtic salt but have it be one of those natural forms not table salt don't put table salt in um, but himalayan salt is a great option i love himalayan salt or sea salt add a little Agreed. pinch of that to your water and that can actually help your body absorb the the water and the nutrients that you get from water so if you ever had the experience where you're drinking a lot of water you're peeing a lot but you still feel a little your skin's a little dry you don't feel like your body's actually absorbing that water adding a little pinch of salt can make the biggest difference boom there it is um some of y'all may just need some cocoa butter i'm gonna be real with you (laughs) you know i think some of y'all need to drink some more water some some of y'all need some cocoa butter a little bit of moisturizer um, but we're going to get into today's episode again, talking about the three steps to financial freedom. All right, Queen, are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? I'll stay ready. Stay I'll ready. stay ready. That's the truth. Right, let's get into the episode. <laughs> 
Over 50% of black Americans are unmarried and only 2% of black families in America have a net worth over $1 million. We are on our journey to not only join that 2%, but grow that 2%. Facts. I'm Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game, with my beautiful co-host. I'm Sinclair, a.k.a. The Health Nerd. And welcome to the M4 Show. Let's get into it. Shout out to, I think that, I'm pretty sure that's Jason. Shout out to Jason watching. I know you are a melanated married millionaire. Maybe in the making. I don't, I don't, I don't know your books. Like, <laughs> I don't know your books, but I know you melanated. I know you married. I know you on the grind. Appreciate you, King. Um, So, Queen. Yes. Before we frame the conversation on the three steps, I do want to frame slightly the celebration of Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Right? In, in case you don't know, Juneteenth is kind of supposed to mark the the late notification of freedom to enslaved Africans, specifically within Texas, right? It's all my folks from Dallas, Houston, my family from Dangerfield, Texas, right? That region was late to know that they were free. Mm -hmm. How it worked is Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, 1864, right? That said all slaves are free, all enslaved Africans are free, but that policy needed to be enforced by the army. Right. Right. The Confederate Army wasn't just about to be like, oh, well, since the paper was signed, here you go. Right. Here are our slaves. Here's all of our money and all of our wealth. We're equals. No, they were like, That's yeah, nice. that, that, that paper is <laughs> cool and everything. But my enslaved folks, they don't read. They don't write. They don't have access to newspapers. So unless I tell them they're free, they're not going to know they're free. Right. right. So it took the army, right, the, the Union Army, the Union forces to get to Texas, to get to Florida, to get to Mississippi, to get to Arkansas in order to now enforce the freedom. So that's why it took so long. Um, for me, Max, I'll, I'll ask you first, Queen. Juneteenth, right, we're 155 years. My math may be off. Take your word for it. I don't know. All right, 155 years outside of 1865, right? We can do that quick math. Y'all help me out. Put the put the answer in the comments, please. How many years has it been since 1865? Appreciate you. <laughs> simple math. S- simple math, right? Um, but for you, what does Juneteenth represent and mean today? Um, today, I think for me, it just means like that that fire that we we kind of have as a as a community to continue to fight for our freedoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's, it's, it's a <laughs> shout out to what, 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 how many years? 157. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> much love. <laughs> um, so I think that it's, it's a, it's a kind of a dual celebration. It's mm-hmm. like, um, yes, we did get our, our freedom, freedom from, from enslavement. Right. right. Um, but I think it's also like, also a time to reflect and make sure that we are continuing the fight because it's not Facts. like we made it right and that Facts. we're all it, it's all sunshine lollipops and rainbows mm-hmm. um but i think it's also a time to reflect and, and and figure out what what fights do we still have to fight and how are we doing that as a community so mm-hmm. um yeah i think it's a little bit of a little bit of both yeah and i encourage anyone who's watching to, to answer that question like internally and i got asked that question by maya from emoja and she was like you know what is what is Juneteenth really? Like, what is it supposed to represent for us? And you know, my answer is always going to be financial, mm-hmm. right? So I, I kind of told the the story of my representation of how Juneteenth, our, our ancestors were technically free, but they had no place to live. Mm-hmm. So a lot of folks were done from formal slavery and bondage, but and then they entered into indentured servitude because if you want a place to, to live, cool. Yeah, you're you're free now. You are no longer considered a slave. Well, you would like a house. Your rent's going to be a hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't you don't have a job? No worries. You can work this crop mm-hmm. for ninety dollars a month. Oh, you don't have any tools. You don't have the act the tools to actually work the crop. No, no worries. I I got your back. I'm going to rent you the tools mm. for ten dollars, twenty dollars a month, and you can just until you pay me back, right? So you're literally in debt 
yeah. working the same job, but it's perceived because you're maybe getting some money because you have the the, the choice, but it's really not a choice because you still need a place to live, mm-hmm. still need access to the tools, you still need access to working. And I think when you fast forward to 2022, it's a lot of the same yeah. situation, right? Oh, oh, you want you want a place to live? Beautiful. That's going to be two thousand dollars. Okay, now you need a job to pay for the place that you live. But in order to get the job to pay for the place you need to live, you need to actually go to school first and get an education. Oh, you don't have oh, you, need, you don't have a hundred thousand dollars cash to pay for tuition. Don't worry, I'll give you a load. I'll turn. So it's like we're living in almost a a cycle of you need to do certain actions to get certain privileges to live certain lifestyles that kind of keep you in the cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think for me, Juneteenth is about how do we break that cycle? Mm-hmm. It's about how do we invest in real estate, start businesses, stocks, partner together and use cooperative economics. Like how can we break the cycle to where we don't have to do physical labor and exchange our time for money and privilege directly? Yeah. So I know you did a beautiful job with our outline. Yeah, oh, thanks. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I'm saying? You're doing the big things. Uh, so we got three three things that we wanted to to cover in this discussion. The first and most fun thing was history. So actually four things. I just wanted to sprinkle in the You had to. Yeah. Had to. You know, we got the health. We got the history. We got to be us. You know what I'm saying? Got to. Um, but can you start us off with what is step number one? Yes. So of the three steps to achieving financial freedom, step number one. It's, it's kind of the fun one. What you just said in your history oh. was fun. I think this is part of the, one of the fun parts too. Mm-hmm. And that's defining what that means to you. So what does financial freedom mean to you? And and not in like, like, lally, yeah, not in like, lally, lally, like, I just want to be able to, yeah, that's nice. But like yeah. concrete numbers. Yeah. Um. So one of the tools that we, we've been, we've been blessed to, to be given was going through the make real estate course. Shout out to Jamal King, yes. the 95 millionaire. Yes, make real estate yes. real. We yes. appreciate you. And one of the, the tools that's available there is kind of like a little, almost like a little budget sheet for you to think of, uh, for you to outline one, the current cost of you. Mm-hmm. So that's just very similar to a typical budgeting activity that hopefully you do on a yearly basis, at least. Um, but then it's also doing like dreaming a little bit. And this is where mm-hmm. I think the fun comes in, yes. where it's like, okay, just dream, like, right, mm-hmm. whatever you want in the future, 10 years from now, five years from now, 20 years from now, you know, what do you want in your future? What type of house do you want? And this is where it's fun. Cause like you get to start looking like, okay, well, I want to live in this place and I want to have a, you know, a, a eight bedroom home. And so actually go look for it then go find an eight bedroom home. How much does that cost? Oh yeah. I want all oh, this house is so cool. I want this. Okay, great. How much is the mortgage on that house? And you can have that kind of be the base for your mortgage payment 10 years from now. What kind of car do you want to drive? How many kids do you have? Do you want them to, you know, are they going to public school? Or are they going to private school? Right. You have private school tuition to pay for. So it's really just building the dream, the life that you want in the future and actually outlining how much is it going to cost. Um, and so I think that that's a very important thing to do so that you have a t- concrete number to work towards. Right. Um, I feel like without doing that, you're just kind of working towards a, a a mystical, you know, dream, mm-hmm. a mirage, if you will, that can continue to get farther and farther unless you've really outlined exactly what it is. I need to be making this much a month, you know, in active or passive income, which we'll talk about later. Right. But I think it's important to get that dollar value. I think it's important for for two reasons. One, you get the vision, you get the dream yes. part of it, yes. right? So that's tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Go on uh, Airbnb, go on Zillow, go on Redfin and just dream go to carfax where do people shop for cars i don't know i still have a prius but, but when i want to shop for a car i'm usually just on the internet right so it's like it lets you just dream and manifest what that life can look like but and then it does bring you into reality and be like okay this dream lifestyle which is beautiful that i want in 10 years i'm gonna need twenty thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. to get this dream lifestyle which is not impossible by any means by like any there's means. there's people making 10 times that in a month Yes. So once you write it down and you see, okay, $20,000 a month, it makes it that much more real. Right. Now you break it down. Okay. How can I get seven streams of income that each make me $3,000 a month? Right. If you think about like, I need one job to make me $20,000 a month, that seems very daunting. But no, you should, we talked about this in our last episode, you should have multiple streams of income. Exactly. And I did 
So that's why I wore the uh, the lit polo, right? Because we did this semi exercise with some scholars in mm -hmm. our lit program. Mm -hmm. We were like, in 10 years, how much money do you want to be making per month, right? And the first first person was like very realistic. They're like, oh, you know, a thousand. We were like, okay, are you, are you sure? A thousand dollars a month? That's your like, you're dreaming right now. That's what you want to make. And the next person was like. Three thousand. We were like, okay, okay, we see you. Three thousand dollars a month. Now, are you sure? Three thousand dollars a month. That's thirty-six thousand dollars a year. Like, that's you know, that's that's decent money. But think, like, think big. Like, can you afford your car like that? Can you afford your house like that? And then you know, in between, in between, in between, and then finally, there was a scholar that was like, you know what? A hundred thousand. Yeah. I want a hundred thousand dollars a month. And this was a freshman, right? It was a freshman. This is a student who is usually pretty pretty quiet like mm -hmm. he doesn't talk he doesn't talk too much uh and we were like okay okay <laughs> that's what we talk about right but and then we started getting into how are you going to make that hundred thousand yeah. he was like i don't know maybe like some stocks some investments and we were like, okay okay what 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 do you consume right what are you spending your money in he was like video games i like watching youtubers and then we were like okay can you be a youtuber he was like you know what yeah i actually thought about making a youtube youtube account right. Um, so hopefully he started it, Caleb. Hopefully, you know, we can look at your YouTube account some someday and see it start racking up, see you twitching or doing video game lives. But after he set the goal, mm -hmm. he then had very, very specific questions on how he can achieve that goal. Yeah. Right. So then he was like, okay, well, how do I start a YouTube account? Getting real granular. Yeah. Like how, how do you make money on YouTube? What, how do you get subscribers? Mm -hmm. What What is a niche? Mm -hmm. Right. And granted, we had covered all these questions before. Right. My man wasn't paying attention. Right? It wasn't I mean, relevant to him. It wasn't relevant to him. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't have the goal. He didn't have the target. So he was like, he was just there, wasn't listening really. Right. Once we then talked about how much money you want to make, what's the goal? And he had the goal in mind tangible. He was now asking all the questions that we already taught. We went back, we did the presentation again. Right. But yeah, it just goes to show when you have that target, whether it's for scholars or grown people, I think. You just you consume information differently when you have a purpose. Yeah, right? I think you consume information differently when you have a target and you know where you're going. Live debrief on on lit. That's something we should keep in mind too. To have maybe one of the first activities mm -hmm. be this future cost of you, mm -hmm. like dream. Okay, now with that dream in mind, go through this program yep. with all of that in mind. Agree. Ask the questions. Ask all of those. I think they'll go through it with a different mindset. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Anything else you got on defining what financial freedom means for you? Um, just write it down, right? Mm -hmm. Dream it, write, write it down, make your spreadsheet, um, have it on a, a whiteboard, uh, do a vision board, like, like make it, make it real. And I would say do it on a not consistent basis. Like maybe every year, maybe revisit what that dream looks like and how possible it is. Because your, your wants and needs might change, mm -hmm. right? You may decide that you don't want that big of a lifestyle or the opposite. You may decide, like, actually, I want a 12-bedroom house. Mm -hmm. You never know. Um, okay, so step number two to determine or achieving your financial freedom is to determine your income streams. Mm -hmm. So we, we mentioned that a second ago, but it's nice. You The first step is the goal, right? What do you need to achieve? The income streams is how you're going to get there. So the income streams, how much money are you actually pulling in every single month? Right. Um, and this can be kind of categorized in a, in a couple of different ways, but how we've decided to categorize it is like active versus passive income. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to tell the folks what the, the difference between those are? Yeah. So the active income is, I think, what we're all used to, right? You put in some work, mm -hmm. you put in some time and you get paid for that time, right? right? So whether it's your nine to five job, I'm going to McDonald's, I'm a real estate agent, I'm a teacher, I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, right? You're putting in time, you're putting in your skills and you're getting usually like an hourly wage or a annual salary for your time and expertise, right? Um, passive is what we're trying to work towards and we encourage you all to work towards. It's a little bit more free for me because it's like you're not I don't need to be actively working for mm -hmm. money and checks to be coming in. Right. right. I can be on a cruise. I can be in Bora Bora. I could be in Costa Rica, but my real estate property is bringing in checks. Mailbox money. Mailbox money, right? We can be anywhere in the world. People can still order Black Wall Street, the board game, and it will ship out to them. At this point, it is now a passive stream of income. Mm -hmm. So active, you know, 
I think we all we all start there, but I think passive is probably where we're all trying to finish, where you can get that mailbox money and be making money while you sleep. I think passive is also important when you think about like retirement and longevity, because mm-hmm. I think for for a lot of folks, the kind of the traditional mindset is you work until what sixty five or something like that, um, and then at that point, like you're done trading your time for money, but your your your, your money is now kind of capped. Right, whatever you you've you've got in, whatever you've built in, um, your either retirement, your retirement, your four hundred one k, or if you're blessed to have a pension, like, but you're gonna get that for the rest of your life. Whereas if you have built up that passive income, then it doesn't matter. Again, you're not trading time for money, so you basically start retirement whenever you want, right? right. <laughs> whatever you you're no longer have to get up and 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 trade physical labor or time uh, for money versus. Uh, like he said, like you can just live life, right? right? You can do what you want. And and actually, I think that's the cool thing of what it opens up the door for is now you can do what you want with your life. Yeah. That doesn't mean you just wake up and do nothing, right? You still getting up and contributing to society, doing something, but now you get to focus on like a passion, right? What do you actually want to do with your life? Um, so I think that's another cool the added bonus benefit to passive mm-hmm. income is it really just, it frees up your time so you can live life. 100%. Can I... I'm a, I'm a literally say the exact same thing. So when I when I say it, don't get don't get mad at me. I just wanna I wanna like bring this home. We're not saying working is bad, right? Right. I, y'all know I like to work, right? So even when we get financially free, I'm not gonna be necessarily chilling all the time. But it's the I have to work, right? Different. It's it's it hits way different. The fact that you you wake up and you have to you have no choice you have a responsibility and obligation to feed your children mm-hmm. to feed yourself to pay for the roof over your head like the fact that there are folks out there who have to work is what we're trying to you know give you the opportunity to not have to do it where if you love teaching if you love dancing you love video games doing your podcast cleaning the street whatever it is that you love to do we, we want you to be able to do that and whatever money you get from that is extra Right. Right. The the stocks that you have coming in, the the rental income that you have coming in, the money that you make on your podcast ads, like all that stuff is paying your mandatory bills. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff that you just want to do with your time, it's all extra. It's all gravy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. It's just it's 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 a different mindset. And it's like I feel like we think about or you hopefully you've heard the question, like, what would you do if, if money wasn't a, a an object? And mm. a lot of times it's dreaming like think of like oh that's just dream that would be great but that's not my reality but it can be Mm -hmm. right once you get that passive income now you can free up your time to do what you would want to do and like you said all the money you get from that is extra at that point because your bills are covered with that Mm -hmm. passive income so it's just that's that's the type of lifestyle we're trying to create and you know just just exposing you to that here now you know yeah come on come on join the tribe join the village join the village um if you're watching, make sure you go ahead and like and subscribe. We appreciate you. It helps us out. And we need to get to a thousand subscribers so that we can start making passive income on this podcast. So share the podcast, like, subscribe so that you can help us out. All right. We're going to get back to the episode in a second. But breathe. If you've ever had a brilliant idea, I'm pretty sure everybody just took a breath right there, right? Because we all have amazing ideas. But I got a question for you. What's stopping you from taking that idea and actually making it into a business, actually executing on your brilliance? My name is Devon Travell, and in 2018, I was able to create, market, and sell my own product while still working a nine-to-five. And through the years, I've taken the lessons we've learned, the expensive webinars that I've gone to, and the dozens of business books that I've read, and I've discovered seven simple steps to launch your business. If you're ready to take your business idea to the next level and make it real and start making profit from your passion, head to www.launchitcommunity.com and grab yourself the book. We've been able to make it very simple, affordable, and easier than ever to start that business while still working your nine to five. And we take entrepreneurs every single Friday and we, we talk to them. We teach them about how to use social media. We teach them about how to set up their Instagram account, how to use Shopify, how to use Printful and other tools that can help you take your business to the next level, but not take tons of time away from your nine to five and your busy life that you already have. So if you're ready to take that idea to the next level, make sure you head to www.launchitcommunity.com. Get yourself a book 
and join our free accountability calls. Now, let's get back to the episode. Queen. Yes. What is next on the steps for financial freedom? Or are we going to actually break down? Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. I, I'm messing with your outline it's and okay. stuff. It's okay. It's okay. You know, I created it this week. So you, mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay. So I, we did want to dive into to our, what we are kind of focusing on for passive income, which is mm-hmm. real estate. Um, and so one of the cool things about real estate is that we alluded to it earlier, that mailbox money. So that is you do do work and it, it's not like you don't do any work. You do the work up front, right? You find the property, you find your real estate. First, you find your, you know, your agent or your broker. Uh, then you find your property. Uh, you go through the escrow process, you get your property. And, and we're talking about mostly an investment property. Mm-hmm. So not one that you are going to occupy yourself, but one that you are purchasing with the uh with the goal of renting it out to other people Mm -hmm. and what that allows that you to do um is pay for not only the mortgage on that property um one of the cool things about the you know investment property is you know the 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 purchase price is is really just you want to let me let me let me put Mm -hmm. it this way Let Mm -hmm. let me put it this way it's a different mindset when you're looking for an investment property because you're not looking for like, what can I afford to pay? Because you will not be paying the mortgage. Mm. The renters who are in the property will be paying the mortgage. Um, so it's a fine balance of let me find, you still want to find a good valued property. You don't want to overspend and you want to make sure that you're finding a property at a price so that when you do get renters in, you can not only cover the mortgage, but get additional cash flow. That's mm-hmm. really where the trick is. Um, and that is why for, for a lot of folks, truthfully, California is not really, you know, not really the place to start. Unless you're already balling. Unless you are, you got it like that. California may not be the place to start. And I say that because I know for a lot of folks, it can be an an uncomfortable thought to have a real estate, buy real estate without being physically able to get in your car and go drive to it and see it and Mm. do whatever to it. Right. It can be, it's, it takes some getting used to the thought of owning a property that you very rarely see if ever. Mm. Um, But that is really you got to get uncomfortable. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's really that what opens, unlocks the door for the passive income where you don't have to do anything right. except for own the property and maintain the property. I mean, it's the same thing with stocks. At this point, no, none of us are getting physical stocks yeah. certificates, right? At this point, I don't know how many Google board meetings, Apple board meetings, Microsoft board meetings you're going to. But you trust the process, right? You've never been to the headquarters, but you know it's a real business and you buy the stock. It's the same thing in real estate, right? Think of it as you own the deed. That's your your stock. You have renters in there. And although you're not there physically, it's still making you money every month, every year. Um, I do want to give a, an extra piece of uh, advice for the, the rent. Because mm-hmm. although you're not going to be paying it yourself, ideally it's going to be renters. I feel like you want a little bit of wiggle room. Right, a little bit of safety in there, just in case there's vacancies, just in yes. case there's a, a down market, people aren't renting, just in case you know there's there's a pandemic and the renters that you do have in there they lose their jobs and they can't pay the rent, but you can't evict them yet because the state that you're living in doesn't allow you to evict people, mm. right? Like things happen, so you want to make sure you have that slight cushion in there for yourself. Yes, I, I definitely want to keep that in mind and. I definitely didn't want to imply you just ball out on your investment property because to his point, things happen. If you got vacancy in your building, now you are responsibility. You are responsible to to pay that mortgage. So you definitely want to make sure that you are financially able to take that on um, before kind of going into that. That's a great point. 100%. Um, So the queen really leads real estate. I appreciate you, queen, and leading the, the research, the emailing, the documentations, the uh the spreadsheets and balances it's all all the things all the things all the things that that have been happening to try to get this property and yeah eventually we'll be successful yes yes we will if y'all if y'all have been rocking with us for a while you know that this has been a long process so once once we get it it's gonna be huge celebration we'll do a an episode specifically on that breakdown yes but we want to we want to be through the trials and tribulations before we come and give you all the juice. Cause we know we're going to, we're still just at the beginning, even yeah. though we've been on the, at this for almost a year now, we're still just at the beginning of the process. So we really want to make sure we have 
gone through the process. We've learned our lessons so that when we come, we do a full episode on it, maybe a couple episodes, you know, we'll be able to really give you guys the the breakdown of what what we did, what went well, and what we recommend you all do when it's your turn to invest in your investment property. I'll say. Um, on the other side, right? Real estate is one, another one that's it's it's active, but it's also a little bit of passive at this point is play black wall street slash just our you know trail forever company, period. Right? Y'all know I am a huge proponent of every family owning a business. Yes, I just feel like whether it's a active business, you are you know, every single week, every single day. You have your, your storefront, you have your Shopify, or if it's just something once a month, you do. I think you need a business for the ahead, real question is, are you willing to debate others that disagree with you? Yeah. You disagree? No. Thomas Charles disagrees. He does? He does. Yeah. TC could come through. We can have this discussion <laughs> on why I think every, I, I told you he wanted, he wants to come on the podcast just to debate you on this topic on that topic. The thing is, I feel like he just wants to debate. Period. If I don't, I don't want to do all his types of debates because they're <laughs> they're all over the place. But that one specifically, I'm down to have. If he would have started a business with like the tax, yes, that man would have been getting tax deductions back. Mm-hmm. So he's tripping. Um, long story short, I think every family should have a business. Not necessarily every individual person, but every family should have a business because I also believe every family should ideally own a home. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a car. You're gonna need kids. Your kids are gonna go to school. They may need childcare. Like there's so many expenses that if you have a business, you're able to reduce your tax liability. Whereas if you don't, you can still reduce your tax liability through the home ownership, through the the childcare and all those those things. But it's, you're not maximizing the amount of money that you could be getting back. Um, so for us, again, we started the business, podcast, board game. Now we're moving into speaking engagements. Now we're moving into the queen helping out with getting us mentorship programs, additional speaking engagements. We're doing uh, traveling events to Tulsa. So we're able to just do a lot more with the business, specifically with the queen now being full time. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It really is. Spent the whole last week traveling with the king. You know, working working from a hotel room, <laughs> which was yeah, it was it was it was it is nice to now, um, kind of be in the space to where yeah, I'm I'm it, it's been a different mindset shift going from like the salaried mindset to kind of an entrepreneurship mindset, but it is starting to challenge me to get out of that like time for money type of aspect of like I need to clock in and then I need to clock out. Not well, I did I have had a job that does that, um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's it is a mindset shift. First. Um, so that's why it's a really it's great that you're on this episode because yes, even just getting out of the mindset of having to trade your time for money is the start of it. It, it mm. takes some time to get out of that mindset, but you know, you're on the right track already if you listen into this episode. Oh yeah, and it's a it's a layered self-esteem thing. One more time. It's a layered self-esteem thing. Okay. The first layer, I think, when it goes back to number one, is that that vision of a lifestyle mm. is, I feel like sometimes growing up, we have a negative, or I've had a negative perception of rich people. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, they're in that big house. They don't need all those rooms. Oh, they got that nice, fancy car. What they need that nice, fancy car for? Oh, they're wearing all that designer stuff. They don't need that. And I feel like it puts in my mind frame that I don't need that stuff. Right. I don't want that stuff. I think it it separates them from you, mm-hmm. right? And I think it makes it it creates that separation mm-hmm. as if that's for them, not for you. Exactly, and I think that that step one in in the visioning is really understanding that you deserve the best life mm-hmm. possible. Period. Period. Right? You're an amazing person. You are a. Um, I hope you're an amazing person. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you're an amazing person. You're a beautiful person. You use your gifts for good, and you are valuable, and you deserve to live the best life possible whatever that means whatever clothes that means whatever jewelry that means whatever shoes house cars as long as you have the sustainable income to support that dream you deserve it and you should have it right so i think that's the step one that even i'm trying to get out of because i remember for years i've been telling you like i don't want a house with a whole bunch of rooms that's just Mm -hmm. useless space like let's just do an apartment building instead we can have a two three bedroom but and then we can queen's like no that doesn't make sense so now i'm starting to get or into the, you know, no, you do deserve a nice 
big house that our kids can grow up in, that families can come over and just have a good time in. We do deserve to have nice cars that we can just like feel confident and good in. Um, so I think that's step one. And then the second step within capitalism, they put a value on us and our time. Yeah. Right. Like you get your first job, you're making this much a year. So you attach yourself to that value. Mm. You get your, your hourly job. It's $15 an hour, $20 an hour. So you attach yourself to that value. And the hardest thing that, you know, I've had to learn and the Queens definitely helped me learn, learn is you're worth way more than you think you're worth period. Right. So in playback wall street, we do speaking engagements and, you know, it's always an interesting thing when I try to send the, the invoice or send the, uh, the quote for it. And it's drastically larger than what I make per hour. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is a, a skill. Yeah. This is an, a, an experience and it took hours and years for me to be able to get this information and feel comfortable talking on stage. So that hour, that hour and a half that the community is paying for isn't for that hour. It's for all the other hours too. Right. You know, right. Um, You've put your time in. Yeah. Yeah. So those, I think the two hurdles that I've had to jump over or mm -hmm. try to defeat, I'm still not quite, quite there, but the one you do deserve a, a lavish, luxurious, beautiful lifestyle. Then number two, what, you think you're worth based on previous salaries or hours of wage, th throw that out. Right. Right? There's no monetary value that you can technically put on your time because time is priceless. Like literally. It's literally priceless. So all, all that value that you're putting on it is, I don't want to say ambiguous because you can put a value on it, but it's, it's never too high. It's never too it's high. It's never too high. And I think one thing to keep in mind, too, is that for most people, your frame of reference is something that someone else put on you. Facts. Right? It's not like you were like, oh, my first job. This is what I want. And they were like, great. Start tomorrow. Like, that, that doesn't happen like that, right? Mm. They had a job. You applied for the job. They told you this is what you were going to pay you, right? Mm. They told you this is how much we, we think you are worth at this current moment, right? And for a lot of folks... That's just where our frame of reference starts. So everything else is built upon that. So that's what you kind of have to separate. You have to separate your value from whatever, whoever, you know, told you uh, from your first job ever. Mm -hmm. um, you have to separate that because, yeah, like he said, like your, your time is priceless. How are you going to let somebody else tell you how much a minute of your time is worth? Mm -hmm. But anyways, yes, that's why I'm trying to separate the king from needing to send the invoices. Because I know he's worth, I know he's worth it. I have no problem telling you. <laughs> that's why she's on invoices now. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, you got anything else on the uh, step number two of achieving financial freedom, which is define your income streams. Well, let's keep it pushing to step number three. All right. Step number three is the hardest. That's execute. Mm. execute the plan we've done step number one and two are really kind of the planning stages right so you've got number one it just define what financial freedom actually means to you get a dollar value on it and i'll do it do some dreaming right that's mm -hmm. the fun part number two how are you going to get there what are your income streams you need multiple he talks about that you cannot have one income stream because life happens and right. if something happens if COVID happens if whatever happens a recession happens and that income stream is no longer providing you what you need it you still need to feed your family right so you need to have multiple income streams so that's step number two and number three you've got the plan now you have to execute you gotta just start somewhere yeah for the execution i know we have a few apps and tools that we use that we can kind of go through um but the the first thing that i want to talk about is the habits mm. right i think you need to create yourself a a habit of success and figure out, all right, this is my big goal. I have these seven streams of income. Maybe zoom in on one, right? For, for one right now, Black Wall Street, the board game. For Black Wall Street, the board game, what can I do every day or every week that helps generate revenue for Black Wall Street, the board game? Mm -hmm. I've noticed, and I need to get better at this. I've noticed that when I do send out emails, when I do send out text messages, a magical thing happens. People buy. People buy. Wow. We get sales when I ask people to buy. Mm. So what I need to do a better job at is how do I make sure every day or maybe every week, because I don't want to spam people with emails, mm -hmm. but at least once a week, there's an email going out from Playback Wall Street. 
at least once a week, there's a text message going out to our community. At least once a week, there's a post on Instagram, a post on Facebook, because I know when people see it, when I communicate with them, they purchase, mm -hmm. right? So I would say for, for you, now that you have your seven streams, your three streams, your one stream, figure out what's the habit that will actually help create revenue. And the beautiful thing is you can automate a lot of these things. Yeah. I sit down for an hour. I can schedule three to five emails, five text messages. I can schedule posts for Facebook. I can't, no, I can schedule for Instagram, right? With one hour, I've scheduled all these things that can now go out throughout the week, throughout the month. If I wanted to probably throughout the year, if I'm being annoying, <laughs> but at least for the, for the month. So that's my, my first step. I like it. I like it. My first step I'm going to go to is build your team and find your community. Um, and I put those together because they both just involve getting people around you that are going to help you get to your goal. Mm -hmm. So one, you'll probably need a team for whatever you're trying to do. Um, and that, I mean, just in general, most things can't be done alone. You need somebody to help you out. Um, so find your team, whether that's using virtual assistants to maybe write your posts or schedule your posts. Um, whether that's finding a video editor, a photographer, a videographer, is it finding an expert in the field, some like a mentor or somebody that you can kind of pick their brain, help you guide you through the, you know, guide you through the journey. Mm -hmm. um, I put on here like a CPA, right? If you're starting a business, you're probably going to need a CPA at some point. Um, so really just find that group of people that is going to help you get to that next level. Um, there are a lot of online communities for a million things these days, like Facebook groups, Literally. meetups, um, you know, and, and it's important to just surround yourself with other people that have the same goal because it can be very lonely, right? Mm. You're, you're likely not the first person to do, to try to accomplish whatever you're trying to accomplish. So you are much more likely to succeed if you surround yourself physically or virtually with other people who are trying to do the same thing. Because if you have a question, if you look around and you got no one else around that you can ask that question, it's going to feel very lonely. You, you might start to feel isolated um, and you might start to let, you know, those um, imposter syndrome thoughts kind of try to take over. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to surround yourself by other people that can be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I dealt with that not this month, last month. Here you go. Here's what you can do. Here's a tool. Here's a, somebody you can hit up. Right. It just makes things so much easier. Don't make it hard on yourself. Find a community that can help you reach that goal. Yeah. Speaking of which, shout out to Music Notes Online. Yes. Uh, shout out to them. You go to musicnotesonline.com. Dope group of folks that are teaching positive messages through rap, through hip hop. Dope. Uh, we saw them at an event that we were also speaking at. And it was just cool to see one positive black man out there doing yes. their thing, using hip hop. But then two, folks that are willing to pour into us. Yes. Right. They had started their journey, their public speaking journey in education like 10 years ago, 13 years ago. So they're further than we are. And they were willing to be like, hey, we see what y'all doing. We like what you're doing. Here are some things that we've learned over the years. Here are some tips. Here are some best practices. Oh, here, here are some resources. And it was just really cool yes. to see one, them doing positive stuff and being able to do that full time and for, for so many years. So it's like, okay. We're on the right track, yes. right? If they can do it, we can do it. It's possible. But then, too, again, just be re-energized by by a group of people in the information. So, yeah, great, great point, Queen. Get get some dope yes. people around you and make sure that you're not doing it alone. Yep. And literally for anything, right? Real estate, whatever you're doing, trapeze. There's a trapeze group somewhere out there. I promise you. I I, I personally couldn't connect you. I don't I don't I don't know, but. You figure, you know, you'll figure it out. <laughs> um, number two or three, whatever number we're on. Another thing that's important under the execute your plan step mm -hmm. is do your research. Do your research. And this is also a fun, a fun phase for me because I really dive into this very deeply. Indeed. But it's, I think it is important for you to do a little bit of research. You know, a you don't have bit. to. You don't have to go into <laughs> as much detail as I do. I, I try to like get all of the, all of the answers, all of the questions beforehand. And that's not really the best way to go about it. But it is important. I think it's very important to do some research before you dive in. Right. Mm -hmm. So we took a course before we started investing in, in our investment property. Right. We took a course on that to get the knowledge. Um, so whether it's a course, whether it's just going on YouTube and finding some videos of people who are talking oh, yeah. about this. Right. There are people who are making money 
teaching people to do what you're trying to do. So go out and find them um, and learn from them. So it can be as simple as a Google search. I feel like sometimes people are, you know, they, they complicate things. And if you just type in how to blah, 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 blah. Google knows everything. Everything. And it may not answer your question. It may not be, how do I invest in real estate? It may not literally lay out exactly what you need to do. Um, but it's going to, maybe you'll find an article that leads you to a, a group that you can join, right? Yeah. Or maybe you find uh, someone, again, who's who's marketing their course that they've created on this exact topic on Google. So it's just important, I think, to just start. Just type it in Google. That's yeah. a great place to start. Yeah. Two really quick things on research. The first one is, uh, I'm trying to say this politely. <laughs> do, I feel like there's only so much research that you can do to where there's a time where you're not going to be probably 100% confident. Right. Right. Especially if you're just, just Googling, Google, Googling, searching, Googling, Googling, Googling. Google, Google searching. <laughs> what is the word? Googling. Especially if you're just, what? Googling. Especially if you're just Googling um, and you're not, you're not uh, investing in it. There's going to be a, a certain, I think, cap of knowledge that you hit mm-hmm. where you're probably still not 100% confident. You're going to feel uncomfortable. Yes. Take the leap. There's going to be a little bit of risk in there, but that's where you get the reward. Yeah. That's where you get the financial freedom is you willing to take that leap. You willing to take that jump. The second thing is if you don't want to leap, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you some money. It is. You just have to be willing to, to do it, right? Like we could have not paid for the course and technically we didn't pay for the course. Shout out to my, my friend who got us <laughs> access to it. Much, much love, no disrespect. I'll give you some money on the back end, right? <laughs> but you have to either be willing to pay for it or gain access to that information or take the risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've paid for a, a, another course deeper than the brand. We pay for being in the Breathe University. We're a part of Earn Your Leisure. So like we pay access to a lot of these things to get us the information, get us inside some of those rooms, to get inside some of those webinars so that we don't have to do a whole bunch of Google searching and have that, I don't know, feeling. Right. So that's something that I needed to get over is like being willing to actually put in some money to your team or putting in some money to the information to one, save you time, and two, give you a little bit more certainty than you probably had if you were just doing it solo. Yeah. And to your point, right, you can, for a lot of things, you can be as hands-on or hands-off as you want because, like, for for a real estate example, for example, you can be as hands-on as you want where you can be the one making the, the, the renovations if you really wanted to, uh, or, you know, I, that's not us. That's not us, right? You can be the one going out to search for tenants if you want to, or you can find a management company, right? But you're going to pay for someone else to be, do that that service for you. But to, to to your point, you can find an expert that's going to walk you through step by step by step. Yep. You just have to pay them. Or like he said, you can take that leap. Do your, do your initial research. Definitely want to make sure that you have a general idea of what needs to happen. And then just, just go for it. Just take the first step. Take the first step because you'll be surprised the level of clarity that comes after you start to take that first step. And then it's like, oh, that's what, oh, okay. And then, oh, things just start to click and and kind of fall into place. So as you look at the next thing, when when I think about true freedom for the black community, when I think about financial freedom, when I think about our ancestors, they risked it all. Yes. For their freedom, right? You think of the story of Harriet Tubman, you think of the story of Frederick Douglass, you think of the story of uh, of Malcolm X. When you think of a story of a lot of those people who are fighting for our freedoms, fighting for the freedom of themselves and their family, they literally risked it all. So when it comes to your financial freedom, when it comes to your family's financial freedom, what are you willing to risk? Yeah. What are you willing to put on the line? For some, it may be just, you know, some, some hard work. It may be sacrificing a meal. So now you're intermittent fasting for both the the health aspect of it, but also for the the financial aspect of it. It could be not going out on some nights because you have to work or you want to, you know, create the vision, but there's going to be some sort of sacrifice, some sort of risk when it comes to creating financial literacy for generations to come after you. My name is Sinclair and I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner who has created a program that takes a deep dive into your hormone levels and your overall metabolic health to create a highly personalized weight loss protocol that will have you lose 30 pounds, gain energy, and have you feeling so good that you go into the back of the closet and pull out that freakum dress. We all have one. <laughs>
<laughs> so if you are ready to invest in the last weight loss program you will ever need, go to queen to queencoachingcom and book a discovery call to figure out which queen to queen package is right for you. Talk to you soon. Delayed gratification. Tough. It's tough. It's tough. So I think there was two points that you made that I wanted to highlight on one in the wise words of YG scared money don't make no money. Mm-hmm. So I think especially in our community, we're very, um, I mean, we just talked about the history, right? We didn't have access to much, right? So when we did have access to be able to work for money, to be able to, you know, uh, build that buy land or whatever, now that we have it, we want to hold on to it. We do not want to let go. So I feel like the kind of the conditioning that we're typically brought up with is to save, you save, you save, you save, you save, you put it in the bank and you don't touch it, right? Until you, and you may need it for an emergency or something like that. I'm not saying you don't shouldn't have a savings. You definitely should have a savings, but you do also have to be comfortable spending some money investing. To, investing thank you, investing some money to gain that 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 uh, return, mm. right? So um, I think that that is also a mindset shift to have. Um, I feel like sometimes we're just like, okay, I just let me just put like two hundred dollars into it. That like start with stocks at least if you're trying to go that route. Mm. But in the game of like real estate. When you get when you get time to like send that down payment, it's 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 uncomfortable. Very. It's uncomfortable. Very. It's going to be the largest amount of money you've ever probably spent on a thing. By far. <laughs> but right, you're doing that with the with the hope that you're going to get a return that's that's even better, right? And that's going to be so worth it. Um. So one, I just wanted to say that it 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 absolutely does take a level of risk. Um. That you have to just be willing to take. Um, but also too, is the delayed gratification, right? Is that yes, now you are going to have less cash. So you may not be able to go out with brunch with the girls every weekend, or you may not be able to go on that lavish vacation that you wanted to, um, or get that fancy car. But those, those sacrifices today are going to allow you to build, to live that life that we talked about in step number one, right? right? If you want that house, if you want that car, you may have to, you are going to have to make some sacrifices today. And that is a, we'll talk about that later, um, later on in Ask Declare. But that is one of the hardest parts about investing, about, you know, starting a business, about getting into real estate, about anything that you don't see the the fruit for years to come, Mm -hmm. right? Is that delayed gratification? But, um, you know, I always think about like, I can enjoy it. I can enjoy it now. But then later on, it, I may not be able to live the exact life that I want to. I may not get the 12 bedroom house. I may just be in a five bedroom. And, you know, if you're okay with that, then, then. Do you really want a 12 bedroom house? I don't want to. I don't want to. We 12. didn't discuss no, this no, no, no. before. That, that oh. just, I'm just trying to like, you know, get the point across. But anyways, myself. <laughs> um, just think about like, yes, you can live the life now, but that may not allow you to live the lifestyle you want to later. So it really just comes down to, you know, you got to decide whether you want to make the sacrifice now or you want to make the sacrifice later. Yeah. Great point. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, I don't know how many more things are on your list, but can we go to the Ask Declare segment? We can. That was a nice segue because I did just mention it. It was. It was beautiful, right? Um, so the question of this episode, I believe, is for you, Queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the hardest part or the biggest barrier to gaining financial freedom like what what do you think is going to be or has been in your way it is exactly what i just talked about it is the balance of bedroom no it is the balance of that wanting to live the life now and the delayed gratification mm-hmm. um it's tough it is tough and it's it is especially tough in like today's society and right now in 2022 where social media is just makes it so easy to see all of the lifestyles, the highlights, right, mm-hmm. of the lifestyles that everybody lives, celebrities, people that you would never typically have, like, direct access to. Mm-hmm. We can see their houses, their kitchens, their cars, right? We can see how they live, spend their Saturday afternoons, and it just looks so lavish, and you're like, oh, if Sierra des- deserves it, I deserve it, um, which is true, right? That's not That's mm-hmm. not untrue. However, she's started her journey earlier than I did. So she's reaping her benefits now. I'm Ciara back in 2012, right? We still got to, 
I don't. She she might have been popping back then too. I don't know. Um, she was. Uh, she de- she definitely was. I was just you you claiming to be Sierra for sure. I thought you would have chosen Beyonce. But. It was. I I I just when I was on Instagram earlier, I was on Sierra's, so it was uh, fresh of mind. Uh, but anyways, um, that has been probably my biggest struggle. Um, just because yeah, I feel like we go. Th- I feel like when you when you go through a period of like, oh man, I work hard, I deserve X, Y, and Z, and then kind of also trying to get into the mindset of like, okay, but if you don't do that now, you can do something better in five years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not always easy to do because I think even our brains are wired for survival today, mm-hmm. right? So we're literally fighting our bio. Delayed gratification is a great thing, but it is literally fighting our biology because our biology, everything about our brains and on our way, our brains, our our body, our bodies are wired is to keep us alive today. It's for survival today. So, um, yeah, I think that's why it does make it very hard to give up something today for a better tomorrow. But um, I think that's also why it's important to have that you're from step one, right? That dream life, that financial freedom, make it visible. So you are reminding yourself of why you are making that sacrifice, right? Why you're, why you're passing up on brunch this weekend or why you're, you know, staying local rather than going international for that vacation, you know, so that it doesn't seem like a loss, right? It's just a um, postponing, postponement, mm-hmm. if you will, right? But it's not a loss. I think that that's, that's been one of my biggest struggles. I'll co-sign that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Um, Let's see. Well, I want you to think about how you can, because I have a, I have a way, but how you can or help other people get over that struggle, Mm -hmm. right? Like what's a a practice, a habit, a mindset um, that, that you can actually do that, that kind of helps. And for me, it's the the meditation, Mm -hmm. like meditating each day. Usually when I meditate, I am thinking about the future. So when I'm, awake or when I come to and I'm being active, I'm now taking action steps towards that future instead of immediately right here, if that makes sense. Um, but my biggest struggle, which should be no surprise to you, Queen, is focus slash having too many brilliant, amazing ideas. That you do. And I think it's a, it's a gift. It's a blessing because, you know, good ideas are great when you can and you have the time, the capa- the capacity and the team to make it a reality. It's great. But when you have five to seven different projects that you're trying to do at the same time and you're passionate about all of them and you love all of them, you think all of them are brilliant. Now your 24 hours that you have is divided by the seven ideas that you have. And it's just really not possible. Right. So my struggle is over committing time money and resources to several different ideas instead of consolidating it down and being like you know what i'm going full force into this one thing gosh i've never done that (laughs) i'm going full force into these three things right and being comfortable doing that yeah i'm definitely working to get better at that on getting better new new ideas i just write them down sorry we'll, we'll do that later we'll do that later yeah, I think that's still the biggest barrier for me slash us getting financially free is being willing to put more time and energy into fewer things and letting those grow, letting those build. And then once they get to a point where they are passive, now, okay, now we can put something else on the list, right? right? Um, yeah, it's rough. I know. It's rough. I, 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 think, I do think that you've gotten a lot better. Like, I feel like you'll, you'll, you'll be like, oh, I thought about this song idea. I thought about this movie idea. And I, I wrote, I wrote it down. I'm like, okay, good. That's, that's all we're going to do for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, cause you're such an action oriented person. I feel like for you, once you get that idea, you want to take let's that go. step, right? You were like, let's go. But then yes. Yeah. Now you have 12 projects that you've taken a first step on all of them. <laughs> and now what? <laughs> yeah. That, that's something that I'm like, I'm also trying to get actively better at with everything that I do is finish it, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm watching a YouTube video and I'm sometimes I'll, I'll be multitasking and I'll be like, oh, I didn't finish that video. I'm like, oh, I forgot, I don't need to finish it. But like, no, get into the mindset of finishing mm-hmm. the video. If if there's value in it, right? If it's, a value, if it's a video that isn't really giving me value, I'm not gonna finish it. But if it's like a podcast, mm-hmm. if it's one of the social proofs, secret to success, something that, that's definitely pouring into me, I'm like, Devon, 
finish that. Mm-hmm. Um, books on Aud- Audible. I'm now trying to get to a point where I finish an entire book before I go to the next book, listening-wise, mm-hmm. not reading physically. Um, my 100 push-ups a day, like wake up, do your yoga, do your 100 push-ups, finish. Mm-hmm. And I think getting in the mindset of finishing small things is helping me get into the mindset of finishing the projects. Thanks, okay. Thanks. It's, a, it's an internal, eternal battle. Ah. That's that's the better word. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but speaking of projects, so we're 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 toward the tail end of it now. Um, again, we just kind of want to have a conversation about what financial freedom means. What does Juneteenth mean to you, to your family in 2022? For us, it's really our not for us. For for me, it's centered on financial freedom. Is it? Financial freedom for you? What's what is Juneteenth for you today? I just said freedom in general, but I mean it is financial freedom is a big a big part of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's also the freedom to, like I said, do what you want with your time, mm-hmm. which is possible with financial freedom. Gotcha. I feel like if you are bound to again trading time for money, you may be lucky and find a job that you just love and you know are not worried about mm-hmm. waking up and having control of your time, but um yeah i think it it does at its core boil down to financial freedom so that you can do whatever else you want with your life got it and we had three steps for the people to gaining that their financial freedom step number one was defining what financial freedom is to you and that should have a dollar sign a dollar amount connected to it and what that lifestyle looks like house car partner kids private chef pool what are those things that are on your long list of wants and dreams and how much is that going to cost you? Step number two is going to be. Uh, determine your income streams, passive, active, whichever. Um, well, really you should have both. Um, but especially the passive income is that if that's not something you've actively thought about, um, definitely something you want to start thinking about and you know what the the income stream, the passive income stream that we really are diving into and we recommend is real estate. Yep. And last but not least, execute the plan. Write it down and follow through on those daily, those weekly, those monthly habits and things that you need to do in order to get to your goal. Cool. Good luck with y'all, right? Um, Queen, update before we get on out of here and eat some good food to celebrate Juneteenth. You know what I'm talking about? Make sure y'all go support a black business today. Get some get some soul food, some barbecue, some, some vegan soul food, whatever it is. Put your dollars into the black community today. Queen, updates. Uh, so for me, we've still got the Queen to Queen 90-day weight loss formula three-month program uh, where you can come and we're going to take a holistic view at your lifestyle, your health. We're going to talk about stress. We're going to talk about sleep. We'll talk about nutrition, movement, all of that. Um, and we're really going to have you feeling so good that you're going to go into the back of the closet, pull out that freaking dress and wear it with confidence. That is my goal. Um, and if this sounds like something that's interesting to you, the first step is to schedule a free discovery call with me. And that's just where we'll talk about the program. I will make sure that the program is going to be right for you. It's going to meet your needs and that you're going to be right for the program. We should, we should match. I'm not just going to take your money. Um, so definitely make sure you head to queen, the number two queencoaching.com and schedule your free discovery call. If you're not quite ready to invest in a program yet, we do have a free accountability group, a weight loss accountability group. And that's for folks where you already know what you need to do. You just need someone to help hold you accountable. Um, So if that sounds like you, definitely hit up queen to queen coaching and hit on the, click on the button that says free weight loss accountability group, fill out that form. And you can join our telegram group where we are a bunch of women just helping each other accomplish those weight loss goals, get summer body ready we're already in we, summer we in the summer it's crazy mm. just i mean your body needs to be ready all the time truthfully so <laughs> let's get winter body ready <laughs> winter body ready no i think that means no. something else for other people yeah oh okay i'm just i'm thinking of harlem oh yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> oh good times um so for me of course shout out to play black wall street if you don't have black wall street the board game yet make sure you go to playblackwallstreet.com and get yourself a board game we got two options for you we got the second edition it was a beautiful great edition classic 
of the game or you can get the masterpiece edition if you really love black art culture and you want a, a full experience go ahead and get yourself the masterpiece edition today since it is juneteenth you can get both of those for over 20 percent off today wow make sure y'all go to playblackwallstreet.com and get it um, as an update, we did do a beautiful event yesterday. I want to give a huge shout out to the Queen. Thank you for coming with me to Friday Night Live Youth Summit in Garden Grove, California. Uh, we did a Juneteenth speech. My first time doing a Juneteenth speech it was a little bit different. You killed it. You killed it. Thank, thank you. Right, I think I did a pretty good job. The scholars were coming up saying they enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. The teachers were coming up saying they enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, that was a good experience biggest professional speaking gig to date over 700 people in the crowd you feel like you've got a little well, another notch on your belt like i do feel like i got a, a keynote speech at a conference that's that's pretty big time almost a thousand that's, people that's almost like we're, we're pretty big time at this point i'm saying we were able to sell some games jaira was able to capture the the speech so y'all gonna see it on the youtube channel not too, oh, not this youtube channel the playback wall Street youtube channel in a few days, weeks, I don't know. We have, <laughs> it's we, come. Just have, go ahead and subscribe have, so you're ready. We haven't talked about that. Um, but definitely make sure y'all get a game. We're going to be doing a lot more speaking engagements next year. So if you're interested in us going to your school, your church, your community organization, anything like that, go to playblackwallstreet.com, fill out the contact us form, and the queen will be getting back to you soon because she's now our amazing manager handling all that. Ding. <laughs> uh queen anything else before we get on out of here i do not have anything else i just wish everybody a happy juneteenth i wish all the fathers out there a happy belated father's day yeah, um yeah. and i hope everybody has a fantastic week up ahead there it is once again in the amazing wise words of young gangster scared money don't, don't make, make no, no money, money. Thank you, thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of Black families. If you received any value from this episode, any value at all, any, 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, all anything, them. all of them, all, them. all of them, wherever you're listening, <laughs> go ahead and like and subscribe. And after you like and subscribe, make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of black families you received any value from this episode any value at all any 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on youtube and apple spotify and all anything them. all of them all, all them. of them wherever you're listening <laughs> go ahead and like and subscribe and after you like and subscribe make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win we'll catch y'all next time Peace.